Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Climate Change in the Multiverse. Thank you for joining us. I'm Kelly Tatham, and I'm here today with Skeena Rathor. She joins us from the UK, where she is a spokesperson for Extinction Rebellion and the co-founder of XR UK's Vision Sensing Circle, the spiritual center of XR. She is one of the authors of the story and vision for XR in 2020 paper. She is also a district counselor, a trauma release therapist, an energy healer, and the founder of Politics Kitchen, a campaign for honesty, collaboration, and kindness in politics. Skeena writes in a piece called Rebelling from the Nonviolent Heart, love is the most strategic force in the world. In this moment, as we grieve for being at the edge of the collapse of the civilization, we can also celebrate our joy at reaching the edge of transformation. We are at the edge of the abyss between paradigms and we have started to build the bridge. Thank you for being here, Skeena. Such a pleasure, oh. such an honor, such a joy. Thank you. Oh, now I had so many questions for you uh, lined up, but as we know, the world has changed drastically mm -hmm. in the past mm -hmm. 10 days. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it seems odd to talk about anything other than, than COVID-19 and the pandemic, but I mm -hmm. trust that we will allow the conversation to flow where it takes us. Absolutely. Yeah, so how how have you been? How are you doing with everything? How is your heart? Oh, thank you for asking me. How is my heart? Um, my heart is grieving mm. and celebrating. Yeah. And my heart is expecting something. My heart is in expectation. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you know, do you have a sense of what it's expecting? Yeah, it's expecting, um, it's expecting a re-evolution in, in how we sense and feel and be with each other and in our um it's it's expecting and may, maybe maybe it's not expect maybe it's the constant yearning that all our hearts have mm. pretty much all the time that we are we are usually distracting ourselves from um or we have numbed or suppressed to this constant yearning that always lives um and um, that in acute times, it can be depression and in, 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 and, and in acute, and acute times, it can be, you know, this um, ecstatic joy. Um, there are many, I think, moments when the heart's voice is so loud that it, whether it's in distress or pain or grief or um, ecstasy and euphoria, it's so loud that you know, you can hear it and mm. you, there's no suppressing. There's no, there's no distracting. Um, but I think what's, I, I think we're feeling our heart's voice is very loud at the moment. Space has been made, you know, literally the physical space is being made from the systems, from, from each other. 
our energy, our, the heart's energy field is able to expand and feel and sense, which is, I think, a backhanded gift from the, from the virus. Mm. Um, and I think I am expecting or realizing my yearning for this moment to be um, the gift that we, um, that we need, that we need in, in, to recalibrate and reveal our absolute, um, it's more than yearning. It's like an absolutism of why we're here. Mm. We're here to find the many different ways in which we can love. And, and I feel that, that my heart's expecting for this moment to offer a new discovery, a, a, um, a collective discovery of how we can love. That's so beautiful. I've been thinking about that and how joyful it's going to be when we can reunite with one another mm. and mm. how it's going mm. to... Mm. It shows us how important we are to each other and, mm. and how nothing is more important than mm. our health and our community mm. and our connections. Mm. And I'm seeing all of these posts on social media, all these screenshots mm. of people FaceTiming with their friends, having group Zoom calls, mm. and mm -hmm. taking the time to connect with their loved ones in a way that mm -hmm. we're not normally allowed. Mm. For sure. For sure. Yeah. It's even in, you know, I'm I'm we're being given permission to care. Like, you know, that's how it feels. I I I have the permission to text my friends and go, "Do you need anything?" I I'm going to the market. Do you need anything? How are you? You know, it there's a there's a permission space as as my my other half calls it. There's a new permission space. Um, that is opening the space for love. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's connecting us so much more deeply across the globe. It's showing yeah. us how we're not separate, how we're yeah. just one ecosystem. We're yes. Yes. all part of the same whole. And yes. at the same time, forcing us to act locally. Yes. Yes. You know, we can't yes. go out and make changes across the country or yes. even across town in some cases. It's what can I do right here in, so, in my neighborhood? What can I do so. for my neighbor? What can I do for my friend across the street? Sure. So. So. And I wonder, you know, in your mind, because you spend, you know, you've Yes. Such a huge part of XR and you've spent so much time thinking about its future and where it's gonna go. <laughs> Yeah. What what is changing for you? Yeah, what for you? It's just been oh it it's been brutal this week for my, my own body um heart to make that shift to, to, to say, you know, there's a letting go, there's a radical surrender here, there's radical uncertainty. And actually I thought I knew, I thought we were working something out together in XR and and we have been and yet we're upon a moment where we no longer know there's an obsolescence 
in, t in some of the work, you know, that we wanted to offer the world in this moment or, or I think there's an obsolescence and there's actually just a putting down to learn more. Now let's put this down on the floor for a moment because there's something else for us to learn before we pick it back up. Mm. Um, but it's, it's, it feels like a, a wrench and, and there's a, there's a brutality that I'm sure lots of people are feeling in, in different ways. I mean, my children have had to had two days notice, right. To, in terms of their life as they know it ending with school. Um, so it's not just XR, but, um, it feels quite brutal to be working on a global project <laughs> and then to, for, for, for you to feel and be told, uh-uh, slow down, it, there's something else now. Um, so well, I think what's happened in the centre of XR is we've been going, no, 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 there's still, there's still something that we need to do now, 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 there's still a now, there's still... And I think it's not that there's not something for, do, for us to do. I think there's something enormous for us to do, but it's not what we thought we were doing. And it's not, it's actually, there's, there is a pause. There is, there is this time we need to expand um, in ourselves. I, I, I get with, with the times that we've been living in, um, I think our bodies and our, our, our hearts are so often um, uh, contracted. They, they become contracted because there's just too much. There's too much activism. There's too much, you know, even though it's not enough, <laughs> it is too much. Um, there's, there's too much information. There's too much science. There's too many perspectives. You know, there's too much news. There's, there's just too much. And, and I think, energetically we 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 suffer right our, our body and our energy body if if you have a um any kind of awareness of your ener energetics the subtle body some people call it um and your soul that you know there's a contracted space because it's just too overwhelming mm. and i feel like unless we especially at Extinction Rebellion, because we have this incredible advantage and we, we have been gifted something in terms of how we've grown and how we've been able to reach people. I, th I, I personally, I feel our responsibility in surrendering to, um, into a loving pause, into a kind of a humility, into a, actually, we also have to admit what we, that we don't know, you know. Um, so so I, I re I've been really torn, really conflicted this mm. week mm. as to, to finding my humility around not knowing um, and, and wanting to allow this, this expanded space to open up, but also being in the center of a movement that wants to act now, you know, it's in, it's in our demands. It's yeah. tell the truth and act now. It's been so hard to let go of this week, personally. 
I hear that. I hear that. And I understand it because when we look at what's going on in the world, you know, a couple of weeks ago, last year, what else could we do but act now? Yes. What else yes. could we do but yes, sure. go as fast as we can trying to yeah. make these changes because we see what's coming, we see what's happening, and it seems like the only rational thing to do. And what we've wanted essentially is to shut down all of these industries and to stop the travel and to get people to reflect and understand. Mm -hmm. And we've been trying to do that, <laughs> acting as fast as we can, working as hard as we can. And then I all of a sudden, <laughs> Mother Nature comes along uh, and whoosh, Here you are. Here it is. Yeah. This perfectly tuned <laughs> virus, this perfectly tuned experience yeah. that is facilitating yeah. nearly everything that we wanted to be done. <laughs> Yeah. 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 And so I think, you know, humility and not knowing mm. Mm. is exactly mm. where we are right now. Yeah. Grappling with that. Yeah. yeah. But but the tension is this, right? Kelly, I, I mean I'm I, I feel the 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 resonance, I literally feel the vibration of every word you've just said in its truth, you know, in in and, and how how I feel it as a truth. Mm. But there are many truths, right? Mm. So it is also true that a space is being made and that humanity carries a great shadow. Mm. Right? And so it is also true that that shadow could, could and is possibly ready to uh, do, do harm, mm. you know, to, to carry on doing harm and actually to, to deepen the harm in, in a way that it couldn't do in terms of the fact that the, you know, the, the world was so busy around it, right? And it didn't have the space. So, and I'm thinking of things, uh, I have to say, like 5G that, that haven't been tested or, you know, um, there is a question mark around, which even the World Health Organization attests to, mm. you know? It's a, it's a class 4B carcinogenic, non-thermal, non-ionizing radiation. It is a big question mark around that. And we want to increase um, the velocity, the volume on that. And so there's a big question mark around that. Um, and then, of course, there's the political. So this is multidimensional, right? The crisis, the crisis is and uh, the point of contraction and... Uh, the edge of collective suicide that we've been at is multidimensional. Mm -hmm. But it, um, if we, if we look at the political dimension of this, then here we are and governments are now set for all types of greater controls and a, a narrowing of democracy, a lessening of democracy, because there's, there's a virus that gives them that cover, right? Mm -hmm. um, so there's a question for us all to be awake to. Mm -hmm. And then there's also another truth around the economic system and what this is doing um, and, and, and what will come in 
And of course, it, it it's testing the economic system. It's testing um, business as usual in that sense. But but who is going to do the thinking, and who's got, who are going to, who, who are going to make the, which people are going to make the decisions next about the repurposing or the reprioritizing or, or the reimagining the reconstruction mm-hmm. of our economic system mm-hmm. because it because it can't be the same few folks mm-hmm. who are wealthier than any nation state it can't be the the the, the, the tech the heads of the of, of the tech companies it can't be the heads of the pharmaceuticals right because these folks have been running the show and it's it's a ginormous mess mm-hmm. and and it's not okay for a few folks to be deciding how how it is for you and me to thrive because we have not been thriving mm-hmm. we've been degenerating along with our planet because and you know why right mm-hmm. so so there is that element to stay awake to which is actually why i'm saying pause because mm-hmm. don't fall asleep on this folks don't don't move into panic and despair and fear so much that you you want to hand this over right Mm, mm. to our political system to our economic system to our media right Mm. um please don't hand it over i'm here to say please take your rest to build your energy to come further awake to become you know, um, the, the, the full human that you are, the mm. full human that we are, you know, that the, what has been stripped of us through these systems is, is our humanity. Mm. So, so I am praying Kelly for this moment to, that, that this moment is a time for us to regenerate our hearts the power of our love to, to know it's, it's truth. Mm-hmm. To know it's yearning. So we step back out there and say, Hey, not on my watch. Are, are, are you going to, uh, is anyone, is any force, is any shadow going to destroy the, the, the um, magnificence and the beauty of humanity in connection to this earth. Mm. Mm. Thank you. Ooh, that's the, the dichotomies at hand <laughs> are nearly too much to bear. And I yeah. hear that deeply. I am a, I am an optimist and I am, um, I only, I only ever want to focus on the good and, and so often I don't have that choice because it, it's reality, um, exists <laughs> and, 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 and presents itself and, and yeah, what you're saying about how, you know, governments have more control now and we have to be, be vigilant that we're not allowing, this this shift to to go the wrong way so so what power what what do we do what do we do as individuals to i mean i think we both agree rest rest comes first sure 
that, that right now, um, I, I know that not everyone has the privilege to rest. Yeah. And I yeah. do hope, yeah. that, you know, wherever you are, that there are people out there taking care of you. I encourage yeah. people to ask for help. To, yeah. to to lean on their community and take that time to rest because that's really what is being offered to us right now and is what we need to expand. But once we move mm. through that, and we don't, I don't mm. want to put a time mm. limit on how long the rest is going to be mm. different for everybody mm. and mm. it may come in waves. But then what do we do? How do we, how do we navigate this? Are you, and obviously you've been navigating this for some time, do you see now in this period that you've been through of reflection and rest and grappling with the, these new challenges, do you see new ways through for people to be radical, to, to impact change, to shift the power? Oh, goodness, I wish I had a um, one of those, what do they call them, those, those, the looking glass that gives you you know the future pod <laughs> that view of the future um what I, something i realized this week is um that vision sensing isn't necessarily well it is about sensing into a future but it's also about reconceptualizing the now it's um, and a friend said this to me very beautifully. He said, it's the bird in the tree that is allowing its baby birds to bath in the puddle at the base of the tree and is staying there in the tree to be alert to the predators. Mm. And um, the, the bird in the tree is offering the context. It's offering the sensing into the now. And, and the reconceptualizing of the now. Um, and that, that really spoke to me because um, it's what we're talking about here. It's that it's, it is visioning. You know, you're kind of, I feel like you're kind of asking me to say, what, what could the future hold in terms of us acting and being, showing solidarity in, in our protection of the earth and and each other and actually i think once again it just the answer the clues are in the now mm. so the clues are in we don't get we don't get to that acting together in protection unless we build trust right? we don't build trust until we really get to know each other mm. so it's it, for me it's this period is not it's not just rest. And I know you're not just saying that at all, but it's how, how do I get to know you? Yeah. How do I really get to know you? Um, something magical happened today. I, uh, it started yesterday. Um, one of my mentors said to me, I am refusing to call this, this word social distancing. I'm refusing to use the word social it is physical distancing. Mm. I'm using physical distancing. We are being asked to separate further from each other physically. That has huge implications on our oxytocin level levels, which has huge implications for our immune system, actually. 
Mm. It has huge implications for our endorphin levels, which has huge implications for our, our whole well-being and including our immune systems. Right? So what are we going to do about it? How am I going to find my connection to you? Mm. And this, this, this question has be, was weighing really heavily in my heart. And then I saw a friend on the street and she said, um, hey, um, do you fancy a back rub? Should we say have a back hug, a back hug rub? <laughs> and she put her back to mine. I said, go, let's go for it, right? She put her back to mine and we rubbed each other's backs together. It was just wonderful. All that surface area meeting of my body with someone else's, right? And this is what really excites me is that we, we, we're going to find ways to connect. Mm. We, human beings are just pure creative energy. We're here for creation, mm. right? Mm -hmm. And we also, not only are we here for creation, we also have connection to source. So do you really imagine that any government or any, any, you know, any um, superpower, whether it's GlaxoSmithKline or um, a government, is going to be able to say to human beings, stay away from each other and, and, and let your whole life be virtual? Because that's, that's what we think we, we is, is necessary now for the sake of um, humanity's health. Do you, th do you think human beings are really going to cope with that for any length of time? I don't think so. So in, in that, we're going to find new ways to, to build trust and to build togetherness mm. and to, to build the strength we need together to know what it is we do together. Mm. Um, to to, to um, catch the... Um, The, 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 this dan this, the, the dangerous time that we are in to catch it, mm. you know. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I think um, Extinction Rebellion has always been about uh, uh, discovering ways of togetherness. Mm. And I think this is a huge gift. Um, and I, and I, uh, yeah, we're going to find it. I know it. I know we will. Absolutely. I, I think we're seeing that so much already. I'm feeling that already. And, you know, as you're saying that, I was thinking so much of the problems we're up against is, is people's apathy. It's their inability yeah. to, to recognize uh, danger and threat and conceptualize yeah. it and act yeah. upon it. Yeah. And what can really unlock that is trusting other people. Yes. Being vulnerable is being yes. open with yes. them. And, 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 and the space that is created now to, to rest, that's when anger and grief and trauma can actually yeah. find its way through, can move through. Because totally. those are the things that keep us stuck and, and, and unable totally. to totally. properly grapple with what's going on in the world. Yeah, 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 absolutely. There's, there's something else here, Kelly, and um, it's about breath. It's about breath. Um, so, so we are, we have been suffocating ourselves slowly. Mm -hmm. you know? 
by destroying um, the lungs of our earth, by, by acidifying our oceans that help us to breathe, that by destroying our forests and our woodlands, we've been destroying our lungs. Mm-hmm. Now, lung energy in the East is all about our grief. Mm. And it's really interesting that actually one of the major impacts of um, air pollution and um, warming is that we are finding it more difficult to breathe ourselves. Of course we are, right? It's all connected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our, our, our phys- the lungs of our ecosystem are being destroyed. Our lungs are finding it more difficult to breathe as a result. Um, lungs are the center of grief that, that as human beings, we're not allowed to express. Mm-hmm. We're not okay with death. Mm-hmm. When we're not okay, I'm not, I'm not okay with, I remember the first funeral I went to, right? Um, so I'm from an Asian culture and when someone dies, well, it's more than that. We have a 40 day mourning cycle in, in Shiite Muslim tradition. But, but also when someone dies, we literally fling our bodies. We, our bodies um, speak the grief. We allow it. Mm. We literally fling ourselves around. I was brought up in that culture where people would beat their chests. They would fling their bodies around in the way grief was telling them to. Mm. They would sob uncontrollably. It was hysteria. There was uh, way, um, funerals were moments of hysteria, as, as may be viewed by by you know the global minority world, who is um, politely grieving. Right? Mm. There's a there's a politeness in Western grieving, and and my first experience of this was at a funeral of of a really beloved friend and I was in my early 20s I loved this man so dearly he was one of my mentors and um I I was standing with his daughters and I wanted to sob and wail and I couldn't because I was looking at his daughters and they were standing upright and in, in great benevolence, and, um, but in composure, right? Mm. Uh, and I, so I felt unable to, my body couldn't express the grief. So I was gulping, you know how you swallow when you want to cry and you're just trying not to, you swallow, you swallow, I swallowed, I swallowed, I swallowed, I swallowed so hard that I got a sore throat. I had a headache mm-hmm. by the end of this funeral. I felt like a wreckage. And, um, and I remember thinking, oh, my God, my grief is stuck. I don't know now what to do. Because in the moment that I was meant to express it, I couldn't. Mm. Right? And it's stuck. And I got ill. And my lungs hurt. And, you know. And I, I think, honestly, we are in a perpetual state of stuckness in our lungs. Mm. The grief is frozen. And this has huge spiritual and emotional implications. And it's, it's, it's a form of lockdown that we've imposed on ourselves in, 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 in the global minority world, in, in the polite, civilized, so-called civilized spaces, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that needs to shift big time. 
that needs to go that needs to flow right so here is this moment and it's a gateway if we can learn to grieve and wail and feel and cry and sob and break our hearts in front of each other there it is there's the gate opening there's us repairing our lungs and, 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 and I think that's where the repair of the earth needs to sit with, you know, that needs to sit with this time of repair. Mm. That's I, where I have my energy to go out and repair. When I've experienced the ferocity of my grief, because that's my love, that's my love. When I've experienced the ferocity of that, I can go out into the world and and say this is what i'm going to protect this is what i'm going to lo- this is what i'm here for this is what i'm connected to you know and, and, and so there it is there it is i'm I, I i completely agree i i this is something i've been sitting with for some time you know how do we how do we sh- shift hearts and minds how do we get through to people and you realize they're just stuck they're just emotionally suppressed. They've been mm-hmm. taught by the system that their emotions mm-hmm. aren't safe, that they're bad, that mm-hmm. they're wrong. They've been taught to buy things instead, mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. to drink, mm-hmm. to smoke, to, to mm-hmm. whatever it is that mm-hmm. feeds the capitalist system that'll keep the emotions suppressed down. And that's exactly what we need to unlock to set people free. You know, we, we, we have to move through this. We know everything is energy and emotions are energy in motion. They're meant to move through us. So, Mm -hmm. and I've been reflecting Mm -hmm. on that and short, you know, you can tell people, well, it's safe to grieve now. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) But how do we, is there a way Mm -hmm. to communicate to people, maybe to model that behavior to people to share with them? Is it through story? Is it through song? Is it, how do we, as individuals and also as Extinction Rebellion, how do we support that in other people if we know that that is the linchpin to breaking everything open? That's a great question. Um, I think we've all got to discover how, mm. and we've all got to do it ourselves. <laughs> um, I mean, I know I have a reservoir of unexpressed grief i'm waiting to cry an ocean kelly i'm i'm waiting to cry an ocean myself Mm. you know um so somehow i need to find it um and in in within terms of extinction rebellion we have a um a, a grief tending team a grief team that has risen thank goodness and god that it has risen And it's a major part of our regenerative culture team. And I think their moment is now to step forward. Um, So we can do some, some grief circles online. We, I think we, those of us that can need to start writing. Yeah. About this. We need to start talking about this as much as we can. Um, But you know, the human being is, you know, if you think about the child and how the child learns, the child learns by copying. Mm. Yeah. The child learns 
when it's shown it, those early years I'm talking about, right? Before you, it's the, it's the um, arithmetic and the, the reading and the writing. How, how is it learning to be human and how is it becoming social? You know, how are we becoming socialized? It's, we just, the, my babies used to copy me and my three girls, you know, they would get the broom out, you know, they'd get the ironing board out. <laughs> they'd be mixing um, bowls or they, you know, be hanging, wanting to hang the washing with me. So it's just more and more of us grieving is, is how, mm. right? I know we want to have a, a kind of written down formula. So here we are. Here's the grieving framework for humanity right now. <laughs> I know. I want that too. I want that too. But, but I'm really aware that most of us need to get on our knees and cry in mm. front of people. Mm. There's no way around that. Yeah. Yeah. I hear that. I've, and I've shared that a bit on social media over the years of, you know, when I have those moments and I've all, people have always reached out to me and go, thank you. Thank you for showing mm. that because it mm. is so mm. unusual. Mm. And, and we look at mm. the news and the media and it's mm. filled with fear mm -hmm. and anger, but so, mm -hmm. so rarely with the grief. And I felt mm the news mm. that we're getting about the virus has mm. been very sanitized. Mm. We're getting a lot of numbers and graphs, but I'm mm -hmm. not seeing faces. Of the mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Why aren't we seeing that? Why aren't we seeing grief being expressed? And I'm thinking as you speak about um, our leaders, I'm thinking about our spiritual leaders. Mm. And I'm thinking about people we've, um, whose hearts we really admire. Mm. I don't see them. I, I, I don't know if I have seen um, a leader, apart from Jacinda. I remember um, Jacinda Ardern, in, in the New Zealand Prime Minister. I think that was a magical moment when she cried. Mm. Um, last year i think when there was a, the terrorist attack in new zealand um we but but i have not and and it's sad you know i think there's a link here actually between um the patriarchy and patriarchal culture mm -hmm. that we have the pope and that we have you know it's a dalai lama it's it's men you know and beautiful men mm -hmm. hey you know uh, i really love these people you know whether it's Nelson Mandela or, um, you know, these, these wonderful humans. But that, I think that's part of the problem with men being in charge, that we've not seen expressions of grief, you know, in the people that we, whose hearts we love most or who, whose hearts we admire most. Mm. Um, I think that was Princess Diana's power, superpower that she showed emotion on her face mm. and that she shed a tear. Um, I think it was her superpower. And um, those of us that are in those um, positions where people are looking at us for leadership um, and for guidance or inspiration, I think we have a responsibility to cry our eyes out and yeah yeah 
so so that's what's occurring to me yeah because we in our culture we equate strength with stoicism yes we do we do indeed and i think being strong is being able to fall apart and shouldn't we be falling apart like I did when I truly mm. conceptualized the climate reality. Mm-hmm. I fell apart mm-hmm. for months mm-hmm. again and again and again. Again, over and over. Yeah. And now I'm in a place where I haven't fallen apart in a while, mm. but I feel it bubbling up. Last weekend, I was mm-hmm. still going into work and I was mm-hmm. so conflicted. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I'm in a place where I, I don't have enough money to see me through more than a cup, like a month or two, maybe. And it wasn't as dramatic. We didn't know as much a Mm -hmm. week ago and Mm -hmm. no one had been ordered shut down yet, but I went into Mm -hmm. work and I just felt like my eyes were watering and I didn't feel rationally sad. I didn't, Mm -hmm. in my mind, there weren't these thoughts of sadness, but I felt it in my body. And by the end of the day, I told my friend, I was like, I'm going to cry at some point. I don't know when, but mm-hmm. some, something's going to tri- mm-hmm. trigger me. And later mm-hmm. that day, something did. Mm-hmm. And then it just came pouring out. And I felt so relieved afterwards. And I felt like I didn't even think that it belonged to me, that I was just holding that for the collective because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. people are so in fear. And we see that mm-hmm. by the shelves being emptied and the, the mm-hmm. panic that we're undergoing that that they're not allowing themselves to actually mm-hmm. process what, what's happening, which is, and what's happening right now, I, as far as I see it, COVID-19 is, you know, nothing is separate. Of course it's related no. to climate change. Climate change is everything. Is. Yeah. And so what's happening now is just one expression of our changing world. And when we understand that and all of the death that's happening, Uh, But underneath that, all of the death and trauma and Mm. degradation that's happening, Mm -hmm. it is so Mm -hmm. devastating. Devastating. So devastating. And and we just, Mm. we haven't learned how to hold that. So I'm, for myself, Mm -hmm. going to look for ways in the coming weeks of how I can tap into that and how I can be with that and share that with others because... Again, yeah. as we say, just that's what it's going to take to move it's, through. It's the power of vulnerability. Mm. The power of vulnerability. I mean, Brené alerted us to this yeah, years ago. Um, and the power of vulnerability and the, pa- the paradox, the power of shame. Mm. Right? Mm. So Carl Jung said, shame is the swampland of the soul. Right? And we have been, we're socialized in a culture where shame, we, we, we just operate in shame a lot of the time, you know, mm-hmm. I'm ashamed of my feelings. I'm ashamed of showing them. I'm ashamed of not being this person or that person. I'm ashamed. I haven't read enough. I'm ashamed. I haven't, you know, acquired enough wealth. I'm ashamed. I haven't, you know, it's just shame, shame, shame. And, and on the other side of that is the, the freedom is vulnerability, right? Mm-hmm. And, and again, it's a gateway. It's just, it's tied up with, it's just in one with grief. It's like, am I going to be 
And it's trust. That's where trust comes from. Am I going to trust myself enough, you enough, us enough, our relationship enough to be vulnerable with you? Mm-hmm. You know. And and goodness, if we don't do that now, <laughs> if we don't step through into our vulnerability and and thus our power, mm-hmm. then we're lost. And then, and then, you know, does humanity really want to be here? Does it really want to be here? Um, I mean, I've asked that question. I've written about that question um, because um, sometimes in Extinction Rebellion and with the, with the resistance that at times I felt, um, it's like people don't really want to be here. Mm. It's got so awful. It's got so depressing. I mean... Depression is the number one health condition in the world. It, there's so much despair. It's, and and the, the crisis of poverty that so many people are in, actually. Um, do, we, do we really want to be here? And I, sometimes I hear a no. Mm. I, actually, it's so terrible there's an there's 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 a i don't know piece in me or there's even a no i don't really want to be here i don't want to be in this this is awful this is an awful way to live why would i want to be here so So part of the visioning is describing to people why do you what is why you want to be here you know and so a, a lot of us also need to get really hot on on describing with joy and passion and love in our voice why we want to be here what do you want to be here for kelly what what is it that you want to be here for i want to be here to evolve i want to experience the fullness of being a human the fullness of the material plane I was speaking on a on a previous podcast with my friend Pridham Siri and she was talking about how someone was channeling Archangel Michael, who was Jesus, which I didn't know. It was just a and they were asking what he missed about being on this plane. And it was just like he said the sauces <laughs> <laughs> or the sausages or so, you know, it was the food. And yeah. this is what I remind myself when I'm in my grief. And when I'm in my upset that, you know, it's like you came here for the fullness of it. Mm. You've been tricked into believing that grief is bad. Mm-hmm. You've, been, you've been taught to feel this shame. Mm. And it is your privilege mm. to break mm. through it, mm. to remove the shackles, to recognize that you are a divine being mm. having mm. a human experience. Mm. And that we are capable of creating Mm. the most incredible world. The world is already so incredible. And I think that we forget too often that all of the problems that we are in are of our own doing. Mm -hmm. Therefore they are, can be completely undone. Mm -hmm. We hold the immense power. And I truly believe Mm -hmm. that so Mm -hmm. much of what is happening is forcing us to remember our divinity. Absolutely to remember our wholeness, you know, the human experience is this is a dual experience. It's an experience of being separate from source. Mm -hmm. And 
to have that experience, we have to have the anger. We have to have the grief. We have to have the trauma. We have to have the sadness Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. that is the nature of duality, Mm -hmm. joy and bliss and Mm -hmm. exuberance, you know, don't exist without the other side. Sure. Sure. So I noticed your breath change. I want to go back to the breath. Mm. Um, When we cry, our breath completely changes, right? Um, when we mourn, there's, there's, there's a breath work to do, right? Meditation, those of us that have been committing to meditation, changes your breath, right? Mm. Um, Love making changes <laughs> your breath. Um, exuberant physical activity changes your breath. When the heart starts having to pound, changes breath. I think this moment is about changing our breath, Ooh. how we breathe. Mm. The first thing you and I do in this world is we breathe. The last thing we do is that we breathe. Mm. We've not breathing well. We've been breathing into degeneration. Our breath has been collapsing. We need this time to learn how to breathe again. And then we need to breathe with such joy and such passion and such vigor. We need to breathe ourselves back into life. There it is. Wow. You know, it's, it's no accident that the, the, the virus is attacking our lungs. It's just so. For sure. For sure. That's the last piece. You've just hit it there. I didn't say it earlier. And I, you've got, you've got there. Thank you. Yeah. Isn't it fascinating that this virus is about our lungs? Mm-hmm. It's that a coincidence there aren't any coincidences no. <laughs> everything happens for a reason and as albert einstein says everything is connected to everything else therefore there aren't coincidences there are just consequent interrelated consequences mm. yeah causes and effects relationships of push and pull day and night light and shade constantly rebalancing itself over and over again this virus is about our lungs why why we need to return to our breath we need to breathe ourselves back to life Mm. and so then the question is it's not how do we grieve it's just how do we breathe (laughs) beautiful (laughs) And I found myself, yeah, (laughs) we did. (laughs) Absolutely. And I've had that experience in yoga class so many times, Mm -hmm. that in so Mm -hmm. many yoga classes, bawling my eyes Mm -hmm. out because the Mm -hmm. breath unlocked something in me. Mm -hmm. Oh, and it's so interesting that you say we haven't heard from our spiritual teachers and maybe they're out there talking, but I haven't personally. 
And what I've heard from my, the spiritual teachers that I have been hearing from is Mm -hmm. like, well, we need you strong. And like, this is time Mm -hmm. to like become a warrior and double down on your practice. And well, I agree, (laughs) but like, what if becoming a warrior looks like grieving and resting and just being, being in the not knowing, recognizing right now, we can't have answers. We can't know what next week is going to look like. Absolutely. Um, What if, what if this is about grieving and breathing? Mm. Um, And if it was about that, then this is where my tension lies in what, in terms of what we're being told to do. We're being told to turn your lives online. Basically we're being told to, my children are being told that they have to learn online now. Mm. Um, and, and not just an hour a day, you know, they've both been, my eldest two that are still in school, my youngest two rather that are still in school are being told it's hours and hours a day. Right? Um, we're being told to, yeah, to do virtually everything we, we do can do online. Mm. Um, and we're being told to um, physically distance ourselves. Um, and I just have a concern about the breath in that respect. I, what I, what I'm feeling I need to sink into these next few days is the how, how, how do I express to people in fear, um, that this, that there's a meeting point here, um, between the guidance you're receiving from the powers and the influences and the leaders of our world and your innate guidance and your innate wisdom and your need to breathe, you know, your need to run up the hills and down the hills and dance and sing, right? Mm-hmm. The breath, when you sing, the breath changes, right? Your, and your need to, to breathe with people actually and breathe with nature you know um you have a human fundamental need for that right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and in some ways we're being asked to deny that need actually um how do we be alone together how do we how how does that piece work um and how do we reinvent our breath mm. And it's, it can't be done behind a screen, for goodness sake. It's not going to happen behind a screen. And yet, if we could make those online practices as much as we can about the breath and about the grief, I think that there's a door. There's a door for sure. There's a key, you know. Um, but it, I think you and I and, and lots of us that are in this tremendously privileged position, it, and it is a place of great privilege, to have not been in such a place of survival that we've been able to think and reflect on our collapsing breath mm-hmm. um, for as long as we have been doing, right? So from our pace of um, 
privilege, what do we do? What do we communicate next? Um, and and I, I think that's a personal question for all of us right now in, in terms of the restoration of the breath. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. How do we get that message out there? How do we share with yeah. people? How do we yeah. model it for them? Exactly, exactly. I wanted to touch on what you were saying about your kids just being completely online. And I had that thought this morning that I need to take a break from social media mm -hmm. um, because I don't feel like it's true rest if we're mm -hmm. engaged all the time. And um, I really feel for people who are now just working from home and still in this kind of go, go, go mentality. And I wonder what what will happen in the future as as we continue to remain in isolation as you know mm. people are saying different things but i've heard it could take up to 12 months yeah there may be rounds of social distancing i wonder if all of the schooling and the online work will continue in the same way or if we're going to see um certain industries that currently are okay online slowly slip away as as different things shift. And I just wonder, I just hope that everyone is getting the space that they need. And I wonder if this is really what we need, right? If I believe this is what we need, and I believe that this is what Mother Earth is saying to us, what else will be forced if we don't take the time now to, to be with it, to check in? Um, but that's just something that's been running through my mind. And mm. Mm. Yeah. I just hope that we that we're able to to also be connected in a disconnected way where we're not so engaged with with the online work and the media all of the time. I I, I think I think Kelly that actually th this is disconnect to reconnect right mm -hmm. th this this time I I personally know that I need to find more energy to for the work of reconnection. Um, I know that there are going to be forces out there that want to pull down our forests while we disconnect, right? It's happening here in H with our HS2, the greatest air of woodland destroyed ever since World War II, right? Um, and that is continuing as we isolate, as we physically distance, that's continuing, right? Um, so I, I, we've got work to do in, in the, in terms of, yes, the disconnect, the breath restoration to reconnect, right? We're going to need to go out there and we're going to need to say no very soon. Mm. This, this is not, um, I don't believe that power will um are thinking the same way as we are mm. about this i see power kind of saying where how, what's the opportunity here for more control right um for less democracy for more control and and for more growth for, for, for more profit I don't see, I, I don't hear from power going any other way. I'm looking out, right? And, and 
you know, I'm praying for a miracle in their consciousness around that, but mm. I don't see it yet. Mm. So there's something, there's work for us to do. We either need to go out there and say, no, mm. you know, if you're going to tell us, for example, that UBI, which is something now that's being discussed by power, right? Universal basic income. If you're going to tell us, well, that's about you telling us that we spend all of our money online. No. Oh, sorry. We want to become more human, not less. Mm. Um, If you're going to say to us, actually, um, we we need these high-speed rail links between Birmingham and London and or or London and um, Paris, and and we need to destroy more woodlands. Um, No. If you're going to tell us that actually we need to drill up in the Arctic. and further destroy and speed up those feedback loops because we, we, we need more oil to, to manufacture more iPads and more laptops or whatever, right? Uh, no, mm-hmm. no. Um, so there's the great work, you know, as Joanna Macy says, there's a great work of reconnection to do. That means many things, we have to discover what that means. So it's as complex as ever and getting yeah. more complex by the day. Yeah, totally, yeah. totally, totally. We have to be really awake, more you know, super awake because there's, there's a dis, there's a, there are guises and agendas. There are disguises, right? There's, there's, um, there's a denial and there, there are, um, there are many false roads. There are many, there are many, um, I, I'm not finding the words. I, I feel there are many um, traps along this, this, this um, rerouting that we're doing. Mm-hmm. There are many traps for us to fall into and, and we need to be super awake. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. And um, that's something I'm constantly navigating is, is this the right path for me? Is this the right thing? And learning to truly tune into my emotions and understand what's mm. coming from a heart centered place mm. and what's coming from fear and panic. And, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. sometimes the outcome is different than expected. There are certain types mm. of activism that I thought were mm. what I should focus on, but we're not, mm. you know, mm-hmm. We all mm-hmm. have different roles and we all have yes. different spaces that we need to yes. operate in. And, you know, for some of us that might not be protesting on the street. It might be leading breath workshops. Sure. It's, 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 it's truth telling. It's, it's really um, courageous, bold truth telling. Mm. And it's breath work. It's mm. both. it's um centering ourselves in a restored being physical being in in lungs that can fully breathe and lungs that can fully feel and express right Mm. um and to be able to tell the truth right um and and it's there's there's a rootedness as well that 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 the truth telling relies on Mm. you know that you know when 
there's there's something around the stomach and 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 in our deep core that that needs um strengthening for this truth power to really pulse through us Mm. um and and i think the link is the heart actually there's 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 it's as we deepen into heart connection, as our hearts become further alive and open, as we are able to listen more, more, more to trust more, um, then, then our, our hearts will tell us. Our hearts know where the truth lies, mm. and, and they can it connects into the to the roots of of our being around you know. Uh, our stomach I think our stomach never you know is is a portal for that truth Mm. um and I think speaking it yeah the Mm -hmm. the throat um the aliveness in the throat I think comes from from a heart energy that that can that can inform it and build it and 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 yeah I, I I I felt myself that um when when I'm can speak from my heart then my voice is different mm-hmm. and the sound I make is different then my throat feels more open you know juicier softer more able more continuous you know there's there's an energy flow and when I'm not in my heart and I'm not then in my truth and I'm not connected to my stomach then, then, then there's a contraction in my throat. I don't know. And I don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. Um, my voice changes. Mm-hmm. There's like um, a squeakiness and a lightness that actually people instantly feel um, as a dissonance, mm-hmm. you know? So I think our sound needs to change. You know, the universe is just sound, right? We're all just, we are reduced. If we, we could be reduced to our, the very core of um, the energy that we are, it's just sound. Mm. So we need to change the sound we make. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. What the, um, I hear that a lot in the Kundalini teachings. I practice mm. Kundalini and... Um, Guru Jagat, one of my teachers, talks about changing the sound current mm-hmm. on the planet. Yeah. And that's that's it. Everything is sound, everything is energy. It's just these yeah. frequencies and yes. Yes. And that is, you know, I'm I'm hearing so much of these yogic teachings from what you're saying, you know, strengthening the core mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, grounding from your root and and mm-hmm. so those those physical practices and those yeah. mental practices yeah. allow us Perfect. to Absolutely. be able to express our truth which is our vulnerability which is what absolutely gets rid of the shame it's what unlocks the grief exactly exactly yeah it's all connected it's all one story it's all one story right it is it is oh skina thank you so much <laughs> thank you so much yeah i really um I gained a lot from this and I feel very both um, heartened uh, and deeply grateful and, and activated to recognize, you know, 
it's very easy for me to slip into one polarity or the other, you know, all rest or all action. Sure. And recognizing that it's, it's all about, it's always about the balance and, and, and seeing all sides and all perspectives and understanding Mm. the deepest good in people and recognizing Mm. that because of that, the the polarity exists and remaining vigilant and aware of, of what's going on in the world in this time where we're, distracted isn't the right word but you know focus very mm-hmm. much on one thing and less aware of other things that are going on thank you i mean i would say there is no balance ever in any one moment mm. and um i would say that actually we're here to be in any extreme we need to be in um And actually, unless we are in the fullest place of rest, then we don't fully rest. Mm. And and therefore, we don't fully enjoy energy and and our our sound, our vigor and our what we have to give. So I would say to people, and I'm saying to myself, rest as as like you've never rested before rest in the fullest sense that you can possibly find right now this is your the most incredible opportunity to do that because actually as um as a society as as a you know um as a glow as a you know as globalized citizens, as, as citizens of the world, we have been in that other extreme, big time, you know. Um, and, and this is a chance for us to, to, to draw into the, the deepest state of rest we can find. And of course, when you start waking, and you'll know, we'll all know, you'll, you know, this is the beauty of the human being, right? the human being so so for example as soon as you recover from any illness you know that moment where you're ready to go back out (laughs) you know um you don't need to ask for it you don't need to plan it it just happens you will know when you're ready to wake up and go into um that place of um active love Mm. love in action you know but I would say, I would say to people, um, and I'm like I say, I'm really telling myself that um, not to miss this moment, um, because I know that we're going to need more energy, more aliveness, more love than we than we can possibly imagine, and that 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 requires um, a, rest, a restoration of ourselves and our breath. Yeah. Thank you. I needed to hear that. Thank you. Everyone, you have permission you to have permission. turn off your alarm clock. Uh, you have permission. You have permission. Oh, beautiful. Well, thank you again so much. Thank you so much for this time. It's been very nourishing, very oh. beautiful, and has oh. had such flow and richness. Thank you. Thank you, and we'll speak again soon. Yeah, take good care. You too.